वेलकम टू चाय पे खर्चा वेर वी हैव कॉन्वर्सेशंस ऑन पर्सनल फाइनेंस अमंग फोर एनआरआई प्रोफेशनल्स वर्किंग एट टेक फर्म्स थिंक ऑफ दिस लाइक वाटर कूलर चैट्स यू हैव एट द ऑफिस ओनली दिस टाइम यू विल हैव ईशान मधवेश रोहित एंड सिद्धार्थ एज कलीग्स यू विल बी लिसनिंग इन बिफोर वी गेट स्टार्टेड अ क्विक डिस्क्लेमर वी आर नॉट फाइनेंशियल एक्सपर्ट्स The content provided in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Always consult with a qualified financial professional if you need financial advice. All right, welcome back, everyone, to the new episode of uh, Chai Pe Kharcha. NRI is talking about personal finance matters. this week we'll be talking about tools and automations that we use for making investment decisions note that the last episode was mainly focused on tools and automations for tracking expenses though we did mention investments but this will be focused on the stuff we do purely for investment cool madesh do you want to start this in terms of tracking my investments my go to tool is google sheets because it gives me a full picture of all the different channels of investments that i pursue like uh, stocks mutual funds even bonds and at times i also include my like hard transactions like gold etc to have a single view of all my investments so google sheets and the biggest advantage with that is that you can directly quote the latest price automatically uh, which gives you a view of like what was your investment price versus what's the current price in addition to that i use certain websites to help me make investment decisions like trading view which is really good for charts i also use other normal websites like money control to get more news regarding a particular stock and i also use other websites like screeners which can help you to screen for certain predetermined stock features so yeah i think google sheets is my go to tool cool i want to yeah about i think for my investment tracking what i use is excel sheets primarily but there are different parts which i track differently so for example my investment portfolio is partly in india partly here in singapore and partly in the us what i use for keeping track of everything like my entire global portfolio net worth all investments is an excel in india i have connected all of my investments in a single app so i don't have to log into different websites or different portals to understand what's happening ki ab mutual fund mein kya chal raha hai ya individual stocks mein kya chal raha hai ya mere kuch fd hai ya bank mein mera cash pada hua hai there's an app called i think i referenced it in a previous episode also ind money so that has pretty good features and indi- and like integrations so jaise mera icici bank mein account hai it can automatically pull the account balance from my icici bank account मेरे मल्टीपल फंड हाउसेस में म्यूचुअल uh, फंड्स ले रखे हैं 
so the app can automatically connect with the fund house and automatically pull my uh, mutual fund portfolio within within its system so for all of my india portfolio i use the app and then i go through the effort of manually noting down and then i also have different portals through which i track other investments but ultimately personally the way i keep track of all my investments is through the excel i do that exercise on a monthly basis and the reason i intentionally don't automate any further is because it gives me an opportunity every month to think about asset allocation to think about if there is extra cash that i have that i want to invest or to maybe think about things which are already super overvalued and i want to sell off so the manual tracking actually helps me to be very intentional about it and that's that's what i use so for me since i'm primarily invested only in equities and uh, cash i don't have too many other assets to track i am primarily using google sheets right now to keep a track of where i am what i'm doing and even for future investments that i want i might want to do or something i might identify i idly keep it there with a price target in mind for which i where i might want to enter into the investment uh, the good part is google sheets has some amount of automation in itself where you can with formulas uh, keep a track of what the current price of an asset or price of a stock is and uh, that kind of helps me keep a track of uh, if a price point has been reached where i want to buy or sell uh, i do this on google sheets as well and as i mentioned in the last episode on the dashboard that the bank provides uh, but i will just plug in on a automation that i was trying out very recently 3 4 months back and i have written a blog post about it as well we'll include it in the show notes where you could automate drastic increase or decrease in the stocks that you have invested in bahut hilta hai price mein so you will get a email and you will get news articles related to that stock so that is one automation that i have been using more recently but i don't I, I definitely don't use automation for making investments themselves so aisa nahi hai ki price agar basically some based on some rules agar ek particular stock ka ek particular point tak price uthta ya girta hai to i'll auto buy or auto sell which i have again which i have tried to set up but over time realize that that might be too risky you can also again non pro trip ki you can use back trader to to test this out back trader is a python library which allows you to uh, test any of your investment strategy so you can use it i have tried to use it hasn't worked very well for me uh, but someone who's really invested in that sort of a thing can can spend more time on it but as someone who needs to use it require any kind of programming knowledge or is this available for anyone who is interested in investing basic very basic any basic enough ki aap agar day to day computer use kar rahe ho to aapko aa hi jayega thoda bahut padhne ke baad it it's not difficult okay. at all uh, 
especially now with the tools available, chat GP, very steep learning curve. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this this is what I, I use. I saw this and... video on YouTube, which basically the title of the video was Chat GPT Trading Strategy, 19,000% Return. Mm. I started watching the video and then intentionally stopped it because I don't trust myself to do good trading. I have tried in the past and failed. And I'm going to go and give it a shot. And then I will end up losing some money. (laughs) But the point I was trying to make is apparently there are a lot of these chat GPT strategies that are being shared very broadly. I don't know what is the truth in terms of how well they work or don't work. So maybe like a disclaimer with any strategy I think is good for us to provide ki boss do your own analysis your own money is at risk don't take foolish decisions apna dimag laga ke hi kuch invest karna for anybody who is listening agree in fact tra- this, this is a interesting point as well of trading versus investing which this this might not be the episode for that topic but I, I will touch upon it. The automation is much more prevalent in the trading side of things as opposed to investing. And yep. I think Apancharo are mostly into investing. So that might not come up as, as often. Yeah, very interesting to learn about. And the number of tools available for that is humongous actually. Uh, so we can dedicate two episodes to it. Mm-hmm. Rohit, yeah. I had a question for you. Oh, uh, my only apprehension while using apps like IND Mini or like the other apps which can consolidate all our investments is that I am a bit wary about my privacy and data. So that's mm-hmm. a, I'm not saying that Google Sheets is like a very efficient failure, but at least I have control on what I put in the sheet versus not. However, when I like connect my different apps to IND Mini uh, or like other apps, it has access to all my savings, et cetera, et cetera, portfolio. So yeah. I know like you'd have done a lot of research. Do you want to like share some thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's a great question. My answer to that is basically that convenience comes at a price. In this instance, that price happens to be letting go of some amount of privacy and security in terms of your financial data. If it is a well-known, well-respected long-lasting app, I would definitely not recommend people to try an app which has just listed on the Play Store yesterday. But if it is something that has been around for a while, it's worth looking at it from the perspective of what are you willing to let go for that extra amount of convenience. And for some people, that trade-off might be positive. For some people, that trade-off might not be positive. So when I did my research, the most I could get to in terms of depth of understanding what that trade-off can be is that insurance loan try mutual fund mutual fund and so on. Right? I work with an advisor. So I evaluate at least two to five investing ideas every single week. I send them to my advisor. He says no to everything. And then I just stick to the plan that he has given for me. That doesn't mean I stop evaluating new investments. 
and new opportunities and sometimes he will give me like a green light and say yaar this looks really interesting thoda aur research kar le aur agar sahi lag raha hai to ghus ja so that's how i make decisions from that perspective ki yaar i don't think an app is going to be able to influence me by saying ki tu ye mutual fund le le ya ye loan utha le wagera i i feel like i have developed that amount of discipline within my own behavior to definitely there is a risk it is worth evaluating you need to be able to trust the app to let them access your financial information the only last point i can add to that is if your actual systems where the money is being kept are secured with you know basic stuff strong passwords two factor authentication password recovery email etc etc then an app accessing the information and just getting the numbers out of your bank or out of your mutual fund portfolio the risk of that is usually very minimal that's what i have understood but again similar to earlier point everybody must do their own due diligence uh, before taking up or before revealing uh, any financial information i have a i have a slightly counter thought process to i i agree with most of what you said right yeah ek jo last part hai ki the maximum risk uh, is minimal because your passwords are secure and you have to factor in all of those yeah i i don't agree with that mainly because ab main mere kafi saal maine साइबर सिक्योरिटी में काम भी किया है उस कारण से थोड़ा ज्यादा पैरानोया भी है बट अट ऑफ दैट इन्फॉर्मेशन सो देर टू रिस्क फैक्टर्स एक तो जैसे आपने बताया कि आईएमडी मनी यूज करेगा वो इन्फॉर्मेशन आपको कुछ बेचने के लिए या वो सब के लिए दूसरा है कि आई मनी इज कॉम्प्रोमाइज बाय मलिशियस एक्टर दैट मलिशियस एक्टर कैन यूज दैट इन्फॉर्मेशन फॉर सोशल इंजीनियरिंग अटैक्स विच कैन बी ऑफ very sophisticated nature to risk to hai but mm-hmm. i agree with your whole premise that it comes at the cost of convenience which which is true with anything cyber yeah. security related to usme but but i'll i'll also touch upon one point that you mentioned and we might or might not have another episode on this but i also work with a financial advisor mm-hmm. it's not a tool making financial everybody <laughs> person that we used to to get advice from and these guys are in the industry day in day out and they're looking at stuff that we'll not have time to look at right so that that's also valid and very important point to think about yeah absolutely on the topic of tracking though and we can go into I think there might be an episode in future where we can talk about the merits of having an actual human financial advisor attached to your investment decisions. But on the topic of tracking, when all of you you mentioned you are using Google Sheets, what aspects of your investment are you tracking? Like for example, I don't track returns. I just track the current value of my investments. and i check the distance from the goal that i have in mind of reaching whatever x amount of money that's pretty much it i i i have no idea which mutual fund is giving me 20% return or 
which FD is giving me 5% return. I, I don't track that. But how do you guys think about this or how do you guys actually track this? I am very diligent about this actually. Most of my investments are in individual stocks spread yeah. across different countries. So I want to see the return percentage whenever actually I want to. Doesn't mean that I open the sheet every day and like keep checking or refreshing it. But as and when I make a purchase for a particular stock, I go to the sheet and I enter it. Yeah. This also helps me to track at an individual level, like what was my entry price. And like if I sell it, like what's what's my CAGR and XIR are going to be for that particular stock. And this also gives me a one picture view of all the different investments. Right, like I might have some in the US stocks, some in the Singapore stocks or some in like India. But I also convert that based on the latest conversion rate for the currency. And I view it in a single currency format so that I know like what's the current network. And I also include my debts, if any, into the sheet. So that I know like the actual network as of yeah. that instance. So I'm I'm very diligent in this aspect. But it just gives me a good full picture view of all my different investments. I I think that's pretty hardcore, dude. <laughs> I I feel like for me to get to that level will take another month of figuring out how to run those numbers. Anyone well, else actually, want to... Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, if you just hit the right template that is very comfortable for you and it yeah. does take some setup time, but once you have it set it up, it's, it's quite easy to manage. Yeah, uh, the that's... initial setting up part is what? Yeah, I, I have also tried a few times to set up things the way Madhvish was talking, to have a tracking sheet. If you if you invested in multiple countries, try and have a single view of everything. I am also kind of paranoid, having worked in uh, a bank before, of giving all my financial information to anyone, including banks. So there's a, a certain benefit of having your eggs in different baskets. So there's some investments that happen in one bank and they don't know about the investments that happen in the other. There's a diversification of risk also there. But more importantly, I think from a tracking perspective, I, unlike I'm guessing you guys, I check the stock market and my portfolio every day, not because I, I intend to sell, buy and sell on a daily basis, but it's just become a, a matter of habit. It's also kind of the markets become almost like a game where you're watching things go up and down, which is not probably the right way of dealing with this unless you're trading, but it just keeps you up to date on what's happening in the market. If it's really going down on a certain day. So my, my sheets, which I mentioned earlier, I'm trying to track the market. If I have a particular price point, after this point, I believe the stock is overvalued and I should sell at a good time when I want to get out of investment. The sheet kind of helps me on how much money do I have to put into a stock if I want to do it? How much money will I have once I sell the stock? If I'm making a loss on a particular stock, what is my appetite to take a loss? How much of a loss can I take? Basically, so all of those things, I kind of code that into the sheet where when I make a purchase or when I identify a stock which I am interested in buying, I put all those things there. So it just helps me keep that track and stay honest to myself. Because if you don't have all of this thought out before you make an investment, the market can play games with you where you, when the market is going up, you start feeling like 
this is great and I, ne- I will never sell I'll hold on forever and when it's going down you panic sell everything this just kind of disciplines me in that sense i love that mera to in my case it is i track for returns only here why many mere mind me that the question ki why else would you track your investment kitna return aa raha hai wohi dekhne ke liye track karta hu but i track mutual fund wala and i see it once in 7 8 months और स्टॉक स्टॉक भी वो जैसे अभी एक ऑटोमेशन का मैंने बताया वो लगा दिया है कुछ होगा तो ईमेल आ जाएगा नहीं तो यू डोंट हैव टू वरी अबाउट इट माइन इज एम के इज एट वन एंड एंड प्रॉब्ली आई एम एट द अदर एंड वेर आई डू द ट्रैकिंग बट वेरी लिथार्जिकली एंड वेरी रेगुलरली i'll i'll quickly jump on one point you made like what what is the point of investing if we are not tracking the return i think i partially agree with you there is a school of thought which basically says that investment returns are of little practical value in real life right purely because if you have invested 10 rupees and you make 5000% return on that the most you have is what 500 5000 rupees x amount which is going to be completely immaterial so that school of thought basically says that you have hopefully you have a target amount of money in your mind let's say randomly picking out a number 10 crores okay if you have 10 crores in mind it doesn't matter how you get to 10 crores what matters is that you actually get to 10 crores in the time frame that you want to right so let's say you have a goal of retiring at 40 with a total amount of net worth of 10 crores salary aayega kuch aapka investment return aayega kuch aapka fd se nikal ke aayega so if you are a crazy high earner theek hai bahut zyada high risk investment karne ki zarurat nahi hai because your salary itself is going to fulfill whatever you need and the other side of it is maybe aapka salary itna high nahi hai तो वहां पे आपका इन्वेस्टमेंट रिटर्न्स विल मेक अप फॉर द गैप बट अल्टीमेटली योर गोल इज टू मीट हिट 10 करोड़ बाय 40 बाय वन वे और द अदर सो ट्रैकिंग योर प्रोग्रेस टूवर्ड्स 10 करोड़ इज मोर इंपॉर्टेंट देन ट्रैकिंग इंडिविजुअल इन्वेस्टमेंट का रिटर्न बट ऑफकोर्स व्हाई आई पार्शली अग्री विद योर पॉइंट इज टू कि अगर वो इंडिविजुअल इन्वेस्टमेंट इज नॉट परफॉर्मिंग वेल and there is an easy switch that can be made to a different investment which will give you better returns and accelerate your journey towards that 10 crore by 40 then of course you need to understand rate of return to get to that point so i think that's the dilemma and i started subscribing to that other school of thought but i'm i'm sure there are pros and cons of it as well i'd like to just add one thing to it given that i am the one who is most agently tracking one important aspect for me to do such is the learning that i get from it what did i invest into what i was expecting it to happen and what it ended up happening and the main reason i started this was just to learn the different strategies in terms of investment and also to keep a track of certain long term investments which you might forget for example i bought some gold as an investment like 5 years back 
but like if you have to remember like what was my investment price and like when i am trying to sell it what would be my return on that this single view actually gives me that so these were the two main things that i started with it but i also agree with the other schools of thought like if your goal oriented in terms of your corpus then i think what roe said makes sense yeah those are good points okay thank you good chat again we covered a lot of points and went into many tangents that that's a good thing we'll come back again in the next episode with a new topic connected to personal finance thank you for listening in Thank you.